to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. Show. Glad to have everybody here with me watching on Facebook Live. Hey, please share this Facebook Live broadcast. Let's get the word out because we're going to be talking a little bit about some stuff that not I haven't seen anybody talking about on mainstream media this morning. Let's not even call them mainstream media anymore. This is crazy. We have so much. I got to thinking about as I was pulling topics to come in for the show today. Really, what is the through line for all the topics? And it's subversion. Incredible subversion. And that's what I am seeing from the mainstream media. I'm not going to call them the lamestream media either because I think that that really washes down. That's That was a, toy, a term that might have been cute back in the 08 elections with Sarah Palin coined it, but this isn't cute anymore. This is far from cute, what's going on. And by the way, this is the Andrea K. Show. Loved uh, have you all here on Facebook Live, but also follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. My website is andreakshow.com. You know, back during the debates, Hillary Clinton said, when this whole Russian thing started coming about, she said that, uh, let me, let me, let me quote her accurately if I can. She said that anyone, never mind. She said that anybody refusing to accept, and this had to go with Donald Trump when he was asked if he would accept the outcome of the election. He said, not until I see it and see how things shake out. Oh my gosh. Anybody, she says, that would refuse to accept the outcome of a free and fair election is the greatest threat to our democracy. Here's what I take issue with from her in that statement. First of all, the only thing I would take issue with that really is that we're not a democracy, we're a republic. And that's something that the left likes to refer to us as democracy because they don't want it to be a republic of states. They want it to be a centralized democracy, which is majority rules and all that. But she's right about it being a threat to our republic. I have never seen so much subversion, so much outright Attempts to undermine not just Trump and him personally, not just his agenda, not just his his presidency himself, but our actual republic. I got I started to make a list of the subversion that's going on, starting with the moles. What is this hysteria hysteria in t- today's big story about? It's about supposedly what happened in a meeting with Trump that was leaked via moles. We've got moles and holes all over the place. Moles, holes, and big mouth holes attempting to undermine and destroy not just Trump, but, but America. We've got moles within the Trump administration. Speaking of big mouth holes, we got Hillary Clinton and her paid resistance organization that she's come out with. You know what, Donald Trump? That should tick you off so bad that you should call immediately for reopening once you get a new FBI director. Immediately reopening although I'm not even sure if her case was ever closed, reopening her felonious email scheme investigation. We've got Antifa. We've got the courts that have been weaponized yesterday. Again, courts looking at his travel ban, doing everything. that. Oh, if Trump would just denounce his original Muslim ban in the words that he said, completely weaponizing the courts to subvert not just Trump and his administration, because the subversion, the subversion and these subversive efforts have been going on with Hillary Clinton and the resistance, Antifa, the courts, the media, the GOP establishment, because the moles that are going on in the Trump administration are tied to the GOP establishment. Some people are saying that the mole is Ryan's Priebus. I have no idea. That's conjecture. We don't really know who the moles are, but I guarantee you they're tied to the both the opposition parties that Trump faces, the GOP establishment, as well as the liberals who are part of his staff. I mean, he couldn't drain the swamp of everybody on day one. So we've got all these holdovers from the left and we've got the GOP establishment all working to undermine him. We've got the intelligence community. We know you go. All of us know really what the deal was with Comey. That for all the jabbering and the yammering from the left, saying that Comey cost Hillary the election, they know what he did was he preserved her ability to win because he hid her felonious crimes. This is a man that covered for the Clintons going back to the March Mark Rich pardons. Let's talk about Comey and his ties to Clinton Foundation donors through Lockheed Martin and other people that that he was employed by. He worked for Lockheed for for years. So we know that Comey was somebody who covered for for her. We know that the intelligence community has been weaponized as well. 
They're talking about Nixon, comparisons to Nixon with what's going on with Trump. Let's talk about comparisons to Watergate. Well, we had a sitting Democrat president using the intelligence community under the phony guise of Russian collusion to have surveillance of an opposition party political campaign. We've got George Soros as a part of the subversion. We've got local officials in the sanctuary cities. There's no greater threat to our republic than an invasion that is being supported, enabled, and encouraged by local officials and sanctuary cities. We've got Black Lives Matter. We've got the IRS. All subversive attempts to not just undermine Trump, but to undermine our republic, because that's what's at stake. That's what Trump is a threat. And the reason why Trump is there is because the American people have seen this all along. The American people got tired of an intelligence community that was more interested in going after Republicans and opposition party than they were going after Islamists. The American people got tired of a mainstream media that was lying to them and covering up crimes and and graft and corruption of not just the Clintons, but others. The American people got tired of it being an us versus them society to where they saw people, elected officials like Hillary Clinton, go free for their crimes while innocent uh, Americans or, you know, or Americans like Christian Saucier, who innocently had six pictures on a phone, go to prison. The American people got tired of having politician after politician Tell them one thing on the campaign trail, then turn right around and betray them. The American people knew that this subversion was going on, and that's why they elected Donald Trump. Everybody in Washington, everybody who's a part of these subversive efforts knows it, and that's why they're trying to take him out. I don't really know. Everybody today is saying, how do we find out who these moles are? I don't really know what Trumps can do. But how in the world... I came prepared the show today to kind of continue to bust him a little bit on failed agenda, some items that he hasn't delivered on yet, like Ann Coulter has been busting him on. But you you think about this list of subversion that's going on to undermine him and our republic, and you tell me how he's supposed to get anything done. It's amazing he's gotten done what he has. And I'll tell you something else. I don't know another American who would cont- who would have put himself through this for this job and continue to be there fighting day after day after day. This is outrageous. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring James Herson on the line to get his opinion about what's going on with this and other top stories of the day. Stay tuned. More Andrea Acacia coming right back up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Before the break, I was talking about all the subversion that's happening in our government. And, um, and the media is just at the top of the list and the way that they continue to lie to the American people, the way they continue to push certain narratives under the false guise of, of pretending to be about journalism and being a free press. This whole, you know, this whole um, story about now about Russia and the Russian meeting and did Trump, you know, divulge intelligence, you know, it was a bunch of crap. Meanwhile, they're refusing. I, I haven't seen anybody this morning covering the Seth Rich um, shocking situation going on there. Joining me to talk about all this is my man, James Herson out of LA. He talks about, he's Herson on Hollywood, but he also talks a lot more than just Hollywood. Welcome back to the show. How are you today, sir? Fantastic, Andrea. How are you? Well, I'm good, except I'm, I'm well, I'm not really good because I'm really ticked off 
about the crazy that is going on, the attempts to undermine not just President Trump, but to attempt to undermine him is to really to undermine America because Americans put him in office specifically because of the subversion that was going on. We had a completely every aspect of our government has been completely corrupted. From the Pentagon to justice to the intelligence community, all of it, it's an us versus them. We wanted the swamp drained. This man goes there and every step along the way, there is subversion going on, including moles, including moles within his staff that are obviously leaking. Um, it, and the media, anytime he does anything to push back against that or get anything done, the media is in a complete hysteria like when he fired Comey. You, you wrote a great piece on it about the media meltdown. Yeah, no, I mean, we've never seen in American history uh, journalists abandon their principles the way they have. And But we've had a preview of it. I mean, we saw it for almost more than a year during the time of the um, election when since the time that then candidate Trump announced the media was on a mission to take him out. We, we forget that the Washington Post, the same newspaper that came out with this dubious uh, story that's dominating the news cycle today, is the paper that had a platoon of 20 journalists whose only job during the campaign season was to destroy the candidacy of Donald Trump. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos has had, the owner of the Washington Post has had a feud with Trump. Um, but I think the media's, you know, just, just the headline writing that they have done is very revealing. Um, it says America's democracy is under siege. And every single print media outlet, cable and broadcast media outlet other than Fox News, um, described the firing of, of Comey in the most apocalyptic terms, invoking Richard Nixon and Watergate and Saturday Night Massacre and tying it to the fictitious Russia investigation. And this, because the latest story fits with the Russian narrative, now we see the same uniformity um, uh, you know, in print media on CNN and MSNBC talking in terms of um, presidential crimes when the real crimes, as you pointed out in your in your preview to this, the real crimes are the surveillance, unmasking of Americans and leaking of classified information mm -hmm. that have gone on. And now with we have report after report. And part of the reason, the unstated reason that James Comey was let go is he was not looking, not cooperating with the, with the investigation in relation to that surveillance and unmasking, and was not looking into it himself. And it's clear, looking back at his track record, mm -hmm. that his priorities were whatever the Obama administration yes. wanted his priorities to be. Right. You know, the fact that he didn't, um, you know, really recommend prosecution of, of Hillary Clinton, of whom Abedin, of a whole host of people that worked with Clinton, including um, her IT uh, professional that gave her the bleach bit to get rid of 30,000 emails, and he handed out immunity like candy, yeah. and his department made it a point to get after Dinesh D'Souza. I think it shows it shows an amazing uh, lack of, of, of priorities um, in terms of what the public is interested in and a lack of the pursuit of justice. Well, what it is, is, excuse me, for the reason why they're upset that Comey's gone is because it was... It was um, a false attack against him by the left. They never wanted him gone. They knew he didn't cost her the election. They knew that he was a protector, that he was a part of the Justice Department being politicized and weaponized for them. Their idea of social justice is to use the Justice Department in, in the AG's office as a way to punish Republicans and conservatives and to cover up for crimes and, and corruption. And this acting dude isn't any better than Comey. In fact, he was the one, what a lot of people don't realize, and, and you know, you, we've got Republicans Republicans coming out today and saying that this man, the acting 
um, FBI director should replace Comey when he was the one who was actually, from what I understand, actually leading the investigation. He was the one who, with ties to Terry McAuliffe, whose wife accepted campaign donations, he's as corrupt, if not worse, than Comey. Shame on, uh, you know, part part of the biggest issue that I've got in terms of this whole media meltdown is how the Republicans have fed it. They have, they are coming out and saying that there's there, there when there's not on Trump-Russian collusion. And they're saying, they're, they're criticizing Trump for, the, for firing Comey in the way he did it. And they're being stupid enough and crazy enough and subversive enough to suggest that the acting FBI director, who's as bad, if not worse than Comey, um, or Merrick Garland, <laughs> yeah, should should be replaced. It's it's insane. And meanwhile, I want to shift gears while I've got you on the phone. This whole WAPO story to me was a huge distraction from what should be the st- top story of the day that Fox and others aren't covering, and it's Seth Rich, right? Now, Seth Rich is not some bad comet, comedy actor out of L.A., Right, who a lot of people think of. They think Seth. They think Seth Rogen or whatever. Um, this was a DNC staffer who was um, murdered outside four o'clock in the morning outside a convenience store by two thugs on video. The police department will not release the video. His watch and other items, total worth over thousands of dollars, were not taken. Come to find out, the family hires Rod Wheeler, who is a well-known uh, former police detective and was a part of Greta Von Susteren's show for years to help investigate what was going on because the D.C. police, you know, called for a stand down. This young man had transferred to WikiLeaks 44,000 emails shortly before his death. Yeah, this is a this is a huge, huge story. And I and you're right. Of course, the media is going to ignore it because it it leads down a road that they don't want to go down, just like the media has ignored the surveillance, the unmasking, the, the actual criminality of the leak that we know occurred, uh, taking down um, General Michael Flynn. But this thing with Seth Rich um, leads us down a trail that they're going to say, and they did originally, people commented on this, well, the tinfoil hat crowd, the conspiracy theory crowd is going to say what they will. But the fact is, Rod Wheeler is a respected law enforcement professional. Uh, I think he's still a contributor on Fox, but he has been over the years for a long time. He knows what he's doing. And just the simple fact that this is a DNC staffer who was murdered coinciding with this WikiLeaks dump of DNC emails and that he, according to Wheeler, had been emailing WikiLeaks. Even just that fact mm-hmm. is is enough. This actually is something, and I know Jeff Sessions' uh, dance card is very full, okay, but this needs a grand jury to be impaneled and they have to start um, this this is a, a serious investigation now it, you know obviously this, this could be under uh, you know under state law if it if the jurisdiction was with, with somewhere other than DC but the fact is this is going to be a federal investigation well it, and, it, it, it needs to be a federal investigation because this involves according according to this article here uh, 17,000 attachments were between the Democrat National Committee leaders so this this has to do this pose this should it's directly applicable to this whole Trump and and Russia investigation because supposedly I can't get an answer from anybody as to what yeah, the no, actual no, it should be it should, it should be. be. Nobody's nobody's able. I asked somebody yesterday that I was debating on a show. What was the actual probable cause that our federal government had to begin investigations of Trump, which put him in his campaign under surveillance by the federal government? Nobody's been able to answer that question to well, me. That's because that's a simple answer. That's because there was none, because there is not a shred of evidence to show that collusion occurred or that a crime was committed. And probable cause requires some evidence mm-hmm. that a crime was likely to have occurred. There is none. So this Russia investigation ought to change its name. It should be an investigation into unlawful surveillance and leaks and, and the homicide of 
of uh, Seth Rich because Seth it's tied Rich. together I mean, because the left is trying to say that the prob- that uh, the probable cause was the convenience between the WikiLeaks leaks and the Trump campaign. For example, they said that just two days after the Billy Bush tape was revealed, suddenly we had all these WikiLeaks. So that's what they're trying to say was the probable cause was the WikiLeaks. Well, so that's why this needs to be the Seth Rich. This is a cover up. Rod Wheeler is saying that somebody in the federal government, as well as the D.C. mayor, have literally said, stop this investigation. They won't release the videotape of what happened. And they and they're calling a halt to this. And where is the mainstream media and where is the Republican Party? And quite frankly, where is Trump in this? He should be yeah, screaming. No, no. Should, I mean, again, his dance card is very full. He's got to get in it or he's got to delegate it out. But there's another important point. Rod Wheeler said that he had someone within the police department who looked him right in the face and told him that they were told to stand down on this case and that he could not share any information. Now, that sounds like obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. That sounds like someone ordered the police department to to not go forward mm-hmm. with a normal murder investigation. It's very unusual, and it, it just adds... I mean, this is not a conspiracy theory anymore. No. This is now a... There's enough evidence, and there should be, you know, I'm sure Cheryl Atkinson's going to look into it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a number of decent, honorable, investigative journalists who, besides the wonderful ones at, at Breitbart, yeah. they're going to go out there, including the website I work with, Newsmax, and I, I, I will urge them to do so, mm-hmm. because this is a, a bona fide, huge story, and it ties into the biggest story of our time, yes. and the huge scandal that dwarfs anything that the mainstream media is trying to pin on Trump, and that is the the criminal surveillance unmasking and leaking that may lead all the way up the chain to the highest levels yes. of the Obama administration. Absolutely. A um, couple other things to, you know, everybody's been including a lot of Republicans. I got to say hi to everybody on Facebook who's watching, and I, I don't see the comment now. Somebody made a comment that might have been my buddy German saying that that Trump's tweets are, are you know, he needs to shut up. He's he's a big mouth. You know, you know he's causing his own problems with his big mouth. Uh, one of the tweets that got him in trouble was the fact that he supposedly threatened Comey with talking about tapes. Here's a threat that Rand Paul is the uh, Rand Paul is the only one talking about it. Major threat coming from from Senator Schumer, saying that um, that Trump better be careful because if he messes with the CIA, they can get back at you. Quote six ways from Sunday. Rand Paul is saying that um, you know where is the where is the government investigating this threat from Senator Schumer? More importantly, Trump needs to do better with his communications team. They should be out there. Rand Paul. Paul is having to do the work here on the part of the Trump administration. How crazy is that? And then we had um, Judge um, Napolitano on Fox who says that uh, Justice Scalia uh, told Napolitano that he thought that the court was being surveilled about four or five years ago. And uh, and Judge Napolitano, who's an expert, obviously, on the Constitution, said, um, you know, th- this isn't about unmasking somebody who was in a conversation with a Russian agent. That can be that can be justified. But Napolitano said that Barack Obama could be subpoenaed to testify if he if he viewed any unmasked intelligence. So that's why the left is so hysterical over Comey being gone, because he protect he he covered for any real investigations going on. You're right. You're right. And look, to that point of Scalia telling Napolitano that we know from reports that this incidental surveillance gambit was used on members of Congress. Mm -hmm. They used Israeli officials and they unmask members of Congress and all the unmasking means. They put together a dossier using the deep state, and they used it during the uh, negotiation of the dubious Iran nuclear deal. And, they, and what they used it for and whether they communicated to individuals, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was done to key individuals, mostly GOP members of Congress. So sometimes you have to ask yourself, well, you you look at the establishment members of the GOP and you say, why are they acting like this? Right. 
And then you then you wonder, well, if they were under surveillance, maybe that's the answer to the question. Right. But but I do think on the, your point about the discipline of the communication, that's something many people are saying about the Trump administration. But I would say this: when you have arrows flying at you from yeah. all directions all the time, it's very very hard to discipline your communication. But I do think that. Those that have, that say that Trump should stop tweeting should think twice about it, mm-hmm. only because that's one of Trump's um, weapons to yes. get around the media. Now he could use a good editor, a filter, right. and I think he has some. Right. But I think that could be improved. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. How how can people see your work? Uh, at Newsmax.com and at my own website, JamesHerson H-I-R-S-E-N.com. All right. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Speaking of threats, we're going to take a real quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about this big cyber threat that's been happening. Actually, cyber attacks going worldwide, affecting everything from the British health system to Disney. Um, You know, I don't so much care about Disney and whether or not the next pirate movie, you know, gets revealed or whatever. Disney has to pay money for that. But I am concerned about average Americans and business owners and and whether or not this might affect them as well as our government. So stay tuned. We've got a cyber expert. Michael Doherty is going to be here. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We are rolling along here, continuing to talk threats. We know we started the hour talking about the subversion and all the different ways that it's happening in order to undermine President Trump, his administration, his agenda, which is really the people's agenda. And it's really frightening and scary to me, particularly given the fact that he's got moles within his staff that are aiding and abetting uh, those subversive efforts. Uh, so subversion comes in many forms, not just leaking of our government and stuff going on there, but attacks against our government. You know, one of the things I've been saying for years is my number one issue is our borders and border security. And that includes the cyber borders that we have. You know, the Obama administration, you know, and the left is just continuing to attack Trump, you know, for Russian collusion, Russian interference. Well, who was in charge of our government and keeping us safe from a cyber standpoint for the last eight years? It was the Obama administration who did nothing after China hacked into our systems and absconded the identities of about 40,000 federal employees, including my own family, because I got a mother and others who've worked for the federal government for 40 years. Now we've got something called ransomware that's happening all around the world. It's not necessarily new, although I think just because the extent of the attacks, it's really, and and the fact that it really took down in many ways, the health service in um, Britain, which, you know, people's medical care was literally affected. And joining me today is is not his first time on the Andrea K Show and certainly not his first time around cyber defense, because this is a man <laughs> who knows his way around some cyber defense. In fact, he's written the author of The Devil Inside the Beltway, the shocking expose of the U.S. government surveillance and overreach into cybersecurity, medicine and small business. Michael Doherty, welcome back. Good to be here. As usual, I love I love that last guest. It's uh, great listening to you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so, how 
catch us up because you know we heard about this this attack last. I guess it was over the weekend, and and it really right. it really negatively affected the British Health Service. This morning, but then then some young you know twenty one year old whippersnapper I guess came up with some way that stopped it, and everybody was like, "Whoo, we're cool now," um, but we're really not cool because now Disney's you know stuff is and, and movies being held ransom. How what really is the threat, and is it really some hackers or is it a nation? state because now people are saying it's North Korea. What's going on here? Well, all right. The, there's two things that make this unusual. One is that the original sin, although that doesn't mean the only sin, was that the NSA has lost a lot of their back doors to Microsoft. I mean, and, and you know, government investigators against cybercrime and for national security have to have a way in big controversy because the privacy world and the security world doesn't want anyone to have backdoors to operating systems because they think they will say things like this will happen or privacy will be compromised. Whereas the investigators say, look, we are not going to let smartphones be turned into weapons that we can only clean up after the fact. We must have a backdoor. Well, the, the, you know, so the, the prize people are going to go, well, this is what happens because someone got their hand on stuff from NSA. Now, once that was released, and we still don't know the circumstance around that, they haven't made that public. You know, about two months ago, Microsoft closed that door. And you would have had that door closed if you auto-updated your operating system. So everyone should go to their Windows computer, and you probably do and don't even know it, have your updates on automatic so that as soon as something's released, that, that will get done. Wait, so wait, wait, let me, let me stop you there. I don't want to go past that. So when my, when I go to log off my computer and it says, you know, updating, don't shut your computer down till it's done. Is that what's happening? Correct. Okay. Okay. Good. Yay me. Look at control panel. You'll see. Right. (laughs) Now, now, however, you know, a lot of businesses have circumstances where they don't, shouldn't auto update. And that's more sophisticated because these auto updates have been known to mess with highly specialized software. That's not going to be on your normal at home residential uh, software packages use. All right. Now then, so there's the opening, right? So then these guys, there's this crowd exploits that opening, the bad guys, and they create this ransomware program that goes in that you, that you can, let into your system if you do something dumb, like click on something you shouldn't click or open something. Now, oh, like like what was his thing. name? Like uh, Hillary's uh, Hillary. You mean John Podesta. John Podesta. Okay, <laughs> who's who is fish? Okay, say so he's trying to blame blame Trump when dude just clicked on dopey dude with a password of password got fished. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing more upset than a liberal that's caught wrong. They lose their mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like a two-year-old's temper tantrum. So anyway, um, so now we have to deal with don't click on stuff. Because once, once you let it in your network, if you're home with one computer, okay, that's it. But if you're not, if you're at work, it can go through the network. And this is this is the the uh, this is like a worm is what they they call that, and that's what's unusual about this. So some people are calling this a ransom worm, and now it's going to lock you down. And it and this is where we get into the second part, which is this isn't like we're just going to target someone because we don't like them. This is a broad based game worldwide on shaking down people for just a little money, three hundred dollars, right? Which, which is less than a law, less than one hour with a lawyer. But we're hearing that people aren't paying the ran- uh, that there some people have paid the ransom and they didn't didn't get their stuff back. Now it's really be now it's really gotten to where people are thinking it's really North Korea behind all this. Um, although China was supposedly the one behind the ransom, where was Sony Pictures before? for their movie. I'm not really sure. At this point, how much more should we as Americans, you've already told us how we can safeguard ourselves. What else can we do except tell our government officials to not leave an unsecure server next to a toilet in in Colorado? I mean, what do we do? Yes. You can vote, not vote for those people anymore. Right. Not expect politicians to save you. You have to look at your computer health like your physical health. And that means it's not a factory. That means it's, it's, it's malleable. It changes. There's no such thing as guarantees. So you just have to be smart and lower the odds. Mm-hmm. And so that means don't give away your passwords. Don't use a password that's password. Don't put your server by your toilet, you know, and update <laughs> your, you update your, uh, your operating system. Um, and the other big thing about ransomware, because here's the thing. These people don't want your data. 
They just want you to pay them to get your data back. They want to jerk you around. Mm -hmm. They're the petty thieves of the cyber world. So, so back up your data. You know, I just saw Costco, I can give them a free plug, but like a week ago, they had $140 in a five terabyte hard drive and the whole system you could plug in and, and then you could, it would auto back up. Now, the good thing about having a hard drive like that is it's not on the internet uh, you mm-hmm. know, except when it might be backing up or, or, or downloading uh, or uploading. So, because you want to keep things clean. Right. And you got to do that about once a week automatically so that you can tell those people if they do get you, mm-hmm. go pound sand. Now, last thing before I got to go in 30 seconds, that, that's not completely unlike these people who pretend to be from Microsoft and Windows who say, oh, we've detected all this stuff. Pay us money. We'll help you clean up your system. And that's just a scam. That's a similar uh, thing. But yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're not holding your files ransom, but basically they pop up and they make it seem like they're with Microsoft um, in order for you to give them money to clean up your system. So don't fall for it. Right. How can people find out more about you and get your book and learn more about uh, uh, cyber the devil, defense? The devil, the devil inside the beltway.com. And by the way, I'm on the board at Snoopwall and we put up a consumer alert on my website. Awesome. So you can go to the blog and you'll see explanation of this and what links to go to. And, and if you got Windows, if you don't have Windows, folks. You're, you're cool. Uh, but the devil inside the and the, the book is at Amazon and hardcover, awesome. uh, softcover ebook right. and audiobook. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. Hey, don't go anywhere, Andrea K. Show listeners, because speaking of scams, we got a new one coming out of Sacramento involving taxes. You're going to want to hear this because let me tell you, don't think that this is just going to affect California because so goes California, so goes the rest of the country. Wait till you get a load of this next story coming up. This is the Andrea K. Show. And then I got my man, my silky man, Al Arias, is going to be here. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. No, you didn't, you didn't, no mistakes here. That's, that's Al Arias that you're seeing on Facebook Live right there. I didn't suddenly cut all my hair off and put on a coat and, and uh, a business suit. Welcome back to the show, my man, Al. Hello. Hello. The Spicoli of taxes. You weren't here the day after the big tax plan from Trump broke out. And, you know, we had to we had to have somebody step in in your place. Guess who? No, this is uh, Mini-Me Alarius. <laughs> cool and smooth, always. Yes. He wasn't able to give your analysis on taxes, but at uh, least he gave the ladies what they wanted to hear. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, Al, I went to break and I was like, what is this story out of California? What is this? Because before that, I was teasing it out, saying, wait till you hear the craziness, the scam that's coming out of California. Well, what is it? What is the bit overall scam in California? It's socialism. It's how, how do you take this is such a great study in terms of how you take a once great state and you turn it into a crap pile. OK, this is this is what's been going on in the state of California, the, the state that once had the best schools, best roadways, uh, the uh, one six of. <clears throat> The world's economy once booming and little by little, death by a thousand cuts, the lefties took over the state through taxes and regulations and open borders and entitlement programs and every different way that you can socialize a state. They did it and literally took us down the toilet. And, you know, now they've come up with another way to do it. Get this. 
A story comes out. This is from CBS in Sacramento. It's a sad story that it starts with this poor young gal, Devin, whose mama has to drive her around and be the Uber mama because this poor gal has $3,600 in unpaid traffic tickets. Well, she's such a victim, this poor gal, that this legislator in California, because it's like Rahm Emanuel said, the left never misses an opportunity to try to get more power and get more in your pocketbook. This guy, Bob Hertzberg, says that um, this is about justice. They've got to do something about this because it's just so unfair that lower income people might lose their driver's license um, because of unpaid parking tickets or violations. So under his law, people who make less money would pay less for traffic tickets. Think about that for a minute. It's it, Right, you're laughing, but how outrageous is this? Because the, this girl's excuse is that she wasn't living where she got a red light camera violation, and because she wasn't living where the tickets were going, she just, you know, the late, pays, late fees piled up, and, you know, she just can't pay it, and now she's a victim. And so it, that's how all socialism is sold. It's sold under the guise of caring, you know, um, everybody's a victim, nobody's responsible, uh, the makers, you know, have to take care of the takers or you're evil and uncaring. And, you know, it really goes back to um, to each according to their own ability. It's Marxism. It's communism. The left is saying, well, no, people who make more aren't going to pay more per ticket. They're going to pay what they always did. It's just that the lower income people are not going to have to pay as much and their license would no longer be suspended if they can't afford to pay. So, you know, they're just going to reward people, what's the incentive for a lower income person to actually obey the speed ticket, park where they're supposed to park or pay, pay, you know, or suffer any repercussions? Well, that's why we have the fines. Exactly. So it's just uh, a bad idea. It's fundamentally, a, it's a hor- it's a horrible idea economically. Of course, the left, the same people who would tell you that a fence won't work to keep out people who then live in gated communities or like Obama, but bought a new house and spent, you know, before he moved in, he wouldn't move in until he had a wall built. They're telling you that this won't result in any loss of income for the state. It'll get more income because these Devons who end up, you know, because the fees pile up, they end up not giving any money to the state. They'll at least give something. So there's always some twisted explanation to justify socialism. I, I-, I wanted to introduce a new segment on the show. This reminds me of a new segment I want to introduce, the I Must Be High segment. Now, I got to tell everybody, <laughs> I have never smoked pot, in, in not even a puff in my life, okay? I am anti-drug, so I have no idea what it means to be high, but there's sometimes I think I, this must be what it means to be high. Andrea. Like, what? You sound like a saint. Well, I'm not a saint, but I ain't never done no drugs, okay? And there was no such thing as peer pressure to make me do it. But I'm watching. This reminds me of some college idiot punk I saw on Tucker last night, Dakota Lilly, who literally said, and I'm thinking I must be high because, and I quote, uh, the that um, Hugo Chavez transformed the lives of Venezuelans in a beautiful way. And I thought, I, I must be high to hear this man say this. These people are so poor down there. This is what socialism does. These people, they have no toilet tissue, no food, and they are literally chasing dogs down in the street for food. And, and yet the left still won't admit it. The left here in this country sees the result of socialism around the world, Al, and they, they're continuing to push for more and more and more and more and more. They're the side effect of uh, strategy to weaken Russia by keeping uh, oil and gas prices very low. And that was a a one-trick economy, the Venezuelan economy. It's all based on oil. Well, yeah, well, it, and it's basically based on lies and manipulations. You know, the uh, the platitude of, you know, the government's going to take care of... the fundamental reason, it feels to me, the fundamental reason for their troubles is the price of oil and the fact that their economy is a one-trick economy, mm-hmm. and they just don't have enough uh, to make even to even make food for for the uh, the people. Right. So the lie that that, that because they had um, this you know oil based economy or whatever the lie for what whatever the industry that the, that the government thinks is their number one industry the bottom line is socialism Marxism or any form of ism does not work but we've got continued push for that in this country and it's because they want they want it for power. 
You know, you don't, Hugo Chavez, he's probably got stockpiles of toilet tissue. You know, the, 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 <laughs> the powerful never has to live under the weight of their own policies. And so speaking of tax policies, you weren't here after the big Trump tax plan was revealed. I was going to give you some time to talk about it. Hopefully you've, you've had a chance to look at it. Mr. Gadfly running all about, um, he simplified it. He took it from seven brackets down to three. Lowering the corporate tax rate, a uh, lower ta- tax rate to repatriate money being brought back uh, here into this country. Um, he removed some deductions that wealthy people uh, would be able to take. Uh, got rid of the estate plaque, uh, the estate plan, estate tax. To me, it looked like a great tax plan to revitalize the economy and put, keep more money in people's pockets, particularly corporations. Your thoughts? Well, the fundamental idea is is very strong. And will be excellent for the economy, but the devil's in the details. And as soon as, uh, first of all, there was hardly any detail released. And once we got into the thought process, I mean, I as soon as it was announced, I told you that there would be a sea change in strategies mm-hmm. and that um, everybody has to have a C corporation in that strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Under their new rules, right, and also um, because it's so broad, uh, it will affect everybody that's in business, even sole proprietors. Mm-hmm. But what you're encouraged to do is not pay compensation; just have everything come as net profits mm-hmm. from an entity. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's just a license for manipulation. So the devil's going to be in the details as soon as they, as soon as Congress gets into it, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have a very significant uh, set of laws with equal um, complications, uh, but not for everybody. The the lower um, income people mm-hmm. are much advantaged. Mm-hmm. And uh, the left is simply saying, well, but you have to look at what all the rich are getting. Okay. But the lower, the middle class and the lower income people are much advantaged. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things that I didn't mention from the corporate side of things is that what was supposed to be going into this, the big sticking point um, for the Republicans was the border tax that Trump initially uh, said he was for. That has been taken out of the out of the tax plan. Listen, when this Um, thing when this thing gets um, projected by the government projection agency, what's the name of it? The C. The government protection agency. No. Projection. Oh, the uh, the GAO or the C the uh, C. CBO. CBO. Mm-hmm. The CBO is not going to give any credit for uh, projected uh, mm-hmm. growth in the economy. No, of course. And it's not. the growth in the economy that makes the deal work. Most economies and are it, saying that it's going to be that this the projection is three to four percent is what most are, are saying. Well, but if the CBO gave account to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the thing would grade out way better than it is. But, well, but in 1986, the- mm-hmm. government revenues started very low, mm-hmm. but yeah. they ended up very high. Right. So initially, whatever happens because of the the sea change in mm-hmm. uh, income tax rules, yeah, and the estate tax rule is just like insignificant, but the income tax rules are very significant. Right. And... Um, you have to wait for the growth. So it's just going to look terrible when, when the projections come out from the CBO. Well, but the thing about the CBO is that these were the same people, it, you know. They're never accurate. They're never accurate. They projected that it would be at least a wash in terms of Obamacare, which was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you didn't have to be Milton Freeman to know that Obamacare <laughs> was crap and it was nothing but a, a failed income redistribution scheme from the jump, really meant to fail to usher in single payer. You know what? You know, there's been so much crap going on this past week or, or so with Comey and then this whole phony WAPO crap story 
subversion from the media, and it's all meant to distract. The WAPO thing was meant to distract from the Seth Rich story. Uh, the Comey thing was, you know, we was also meant to be a distraction as well as a deflection from the real crimes that were committed. But there's some real good news stories that is coming out. You know, I started the show by talking about all the subversion that's going on out there. It's a wonder Trump is able to get anything accomplished with with all the subversive efforts going on. But he actually is getting some things done. I like some rollbacks on the regulations, the Keystone Pipeline, as well as uh, efforts he's going to make on trade. Um, I don't think he pushed hard enough um, going into to the continuing resolution. Um, but we've got time to correct that when we get a real budget going forward. I like this tax plan. I like some of the elements of the uh, um, the. Obamacare repeal and replacement, given what I'm seeing sentiment of Republicans out there who want pre-existing conditions, you cannot, I had this conversation yesterday with somebody who was telling me, we got to have a free market solution, but I want pre-existing conditions. Well, you know what? You can't have both. If you can't have the government mandating insurance companies cover certain conditions and have a fully free market plan because the two don't go together. I got to wrap it there. Last thought on everything we just said, because Obamacare... Let me throw it to you this before I give you your last thought. One of the things that I like about the Obamacare repeal and replacement is that about 12 taxes, including taxes on businesses for hiring people as a part of the Obamacare, are gone. To me, that's a good thing. So your final thought on the this tax This is my plan- personal reaction to yes. Obamacare. Um, I have insurance. I'm covered, et cetera, et cetera. I spent $30,000 <laughs> last year. Yeah. $30,000. Yeah. Yeah. So rank and file America can't do that. No. Well, and the rank and file America can't afford to pay their, their current uh, premiums every month on top of the fact that there's an average well, of $15,000 deductible. You're right. I mean, it's, it's like deal. ridiculous. You don't even have health care. <laughs> so it's, and it's got to go to the Senate. How can people get a hold of you and in terms of your tax expertise in AV Arias and company? www.avariasco.com. Telephone number is 619-296-2123. If you want to text me, text me at eight at 619-884-7503. You can tell I don't give that number no, out No, he's much. got people who gives the phone number out. All right. I got a few minutes left. I got to move on to my awards of the week. You're welcome to hang out, Al, for that. Um, you know, I've got my hero of the week, last week's fool, this week's tool award, and stink of the week, which has gotten to be a little confusing. That was really meant to be like the social media stink, of, uh, uh, the stink of the week was. Um, my last week's fool, this week's tool award is WAPO. Um, I think it's pretty clear that they are a fool and a tool for thinking that they could continue uh, to be the Bezos, Jeff Bezos, or however you say it, blog, and continue to put out crap and have, you know, people just eat it up like it's some kind of ice cream sundae, okay? Um, They've been exposed. I I think I posted a meme that's been going around um, that says, is that real or did I read it in WAPO, okay? Um, For my hero of the week, it's got to go to the beautiful, lovely, brilliant new Miss USA, whose mind is as beautiful as her face is, and her courage is even more beautiful because this woman, she had to have known when she stood and answered that question what backlash she would get because we all saw what happened to Carrie Prejean after Carrie Prejean said what she did back when she won Miss California. This woman boldly and stood there and said, healthcare is a privilege, it's not a right. Hat tip to her because to the Republicans who were even saying that I'm a conservative, but I want pre-existing included. I'm a conservative, but I want this included. You know, you're basically arguing for healthcare to be a right, not a privilege. Conservatives are supposed to understand that there, our country became the greatest country on the face of the earth, particularly economically. Greatest force for good and prosperity around the world was because of free market principles. You do not have the right to go into a medical office and demand that somebody who spent 20 years and $200 million on a medical education has to provide services to you or that some company who decided to open its doors and risk their livelihood, their life and take, assume the legal and financial responsibility owe you anything. You don't have a right to any service or any product from a country, a company. Hat tip to her for saying it in spite of the backlash that she would get. She's my hero of the week. As for stink of the week, 
My stink of the week goes to the stench that we cannot seem to get rid of no matter how much Febreze we use. And that is the Obamas who do not have the grace, the class, or the respect to get off the stage. This woman who tried to shove crap down the throats of kids through force... Proceeded to call Donald Trump a hater of children because even his own Department of Education people didn't want to go forward anymore with her tyrannical food program. And then on top of it, we got Obama going around and collecting $400,000 on speeches to bash the current administration. The Bushes were kind to you, Obamas. Even the Bush daughters were kind to your daughters. Get off the stage. We're tired of you. Well, I'm not tired of you, Al. <laughs> Al is looking scared over there. And I'm not tired of DJ Carrot Sticks or any of all y'all watching on Facebook Live. Thanks for joining me here. Follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Thanks for joining me here. Tuesday, 6 p.m. on AM 1170. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Color TV screen. Out of